Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. G'day, scholars, and welcome to the Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast. It's what the nerds are watching. I'm this week's host, Dom Philp, on the mic. Not too hard, not too soft, but just right. We're coming to you free of charge every single week, just about, on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts from. Best way for you to support, of course, is to rate, review, subscribe. The holy tricolon. Um, I'm told it really helps out a lot. Or why don't you, um, you know, if you're on social media, maybe you found us over there on Twitter. It's at WSBFUN, all one word. Why don't you add this to your Twitter streams? Why don't you get in contact with us? Maybe you found us on Instagram. Not quite as many followers over there, but it's good, funny content most days. It's at Wrestling Should Be Fun, all one word. Why don't you get in contact with us there or add this to your Insta story? Hey, maybe you're over 35 like me and you have a Facebook. Add this to your Facebook. Maybe you're under... Uh, 18, like Mambo, and you have a Snapchat, <laughs> add this to your Snapchat. Maybe you're under 15, like Ross, uh, add this to your TikTok. Um, <laughs> or, you know, you could, uh, what, write a letter to your mum or ring your nan or act this out on a balcony as a play for your local community. I think I've got it all in. Hey, I've already uh, buried the lead on this one. I've given a spoiler, but we have a very, very special guest. It's the boss, Ross Casey. Hey, Ross. Uh, up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, man? You okay? Very well, thanks, mate. Very well. Absolutely hyped for Super Strong Style 16. It's the best mate, weekend of the year. That is what we are here for. We are here for Super Strong Style 16, the preview, and we do have a very, very special guest. Uh, our very, very special guest today, dear listener, introducing first and foremost, this is a former Progress World Cup winner for the United Kingdom of England. Is that what this country's called? He is also the first ever wrestler to wrestle 100 matches for Progress Wrestling. He is the longest reigning tag team champion. He has the most defences as a tag team champion. He is soon to be facing FTR in the ballroom over all-in weekend. This is the Cat Weasel Jr. himself, Chuck. And also one half of the Sunshine Machine. Fuck, I missed that one. Chuck Mambo. Hey, all right. Whoa. Okay. Quite a sales <laughs> pitch as well on all the Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> mate, feel free to follow us. It's like a hype guy. It's what I do. I'm just waiting for the phone to ring. I'm, I'm here, you know, Wizard James, Brett Lauderdale, anyone that wants to get into contact, Tony Khan, I'm available for selection. <laughs> I hear that uh, Mr. Eddie yes. Dennis, a colleague of mine, has got a new gig recently. You know, the phone's on, fellas. The phone is on. Mambo, uh, um, mate, how are you, man? It's fucking good to see you. Yeah, nice to see you, dude. I, I'm, you know, I'm a bit more hyped than I was two minutes ago. I was pretty hyped then. Full of peppermint tea bags in this baby. <laughs> yes, please. I, yeah, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the double pointer of Pepsi Max. Probably not good so close to bedtime for me, but it's, uh, 
I, the, it's an ongoing joke in the wrestling should be fun circles that Ross Casey doesn't sleep and I go to bed at 9 p.m. normally. So, you know, <laughs> that's different. Yeah, for this one. <laughs> Mate, it's an absolute pleasure. I'm a tricolon then. What's that? What's a tricolon? Is that what you're Tricolon. Um, so some teachers call it a triplicate. Some teachers call it a, the power of three. It's when you use three different uh, adjectives in a row normally. So uh, rate, review, subscribe. Those are three verbs, dear listener, before you start complaining on the uh, Instagram. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Back. Nice. <laughs> three, three, three successive words relating to one topic or thing. Ah, nice, because yeah. it sounds like three buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you can find that on the internet in various circles. Um, uh, mate, first question. I see you showing us the bat that wrestling should be fun. Got yeah, signed baby. for you. My nicest gift ever. Way, thank you. Have you? I am so excited that that is in your house. Like, it looks like we are joining you in a lovely lounge room, well decorated, fine oh, art know. on the walls. Uh, and here's this cricket bat. Yeah. Up there, I got the uh, the ten year attack anniversary cup because I'm a big mizark, and then uh, the back goes next to it. Sometimes helps, but we haven't got too many to hold on to at the moment. <laughs> Mate, that's unreal. Have you? So you know, I think the question everyone wants to know. It, by the way, it's a cricket bat that we all signed upon Mambo's hundredth appearance in progress, dear listener. Have you knocked it in yet? Ooh, <laughs> I'm not such a cricket man to be honest with you. <laughs> I used to say. Uh, I grew up in like the middle of nowhere and there was a cricket team when I was a kid, but I think they like tactically just anytime that the batter was like going to hit it the other side, they'd like move me to the side where I didn't have to catch or anything. So. <laughs> <Poor> <laughs> slip. I, I find that hard to believe, man. Like you're, you're a bloody athlete. Like, ah, thanks, dude. Yeah. Well, not, not much for focus though. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What other, like, we, we are genuinely, dear listener, if you're expecting a big deep dive into Mambo's, like, childhood, it, today we're mostly doing the Super Strong Style 16 preview, but we'll see where it goes. Mate, like, what sort of what sort of sports and stuff did you play as a kid? Were you into any sports or is, like, did you actually grow up in the ocean, as you'll have us believe? Yes, <laughs> on the back of sea turtles. Yeah. So that, all I really had to do was uh, like, uh, web people's back hair together and, <laughs> and uh, tie them. As we called it ocean lassoing. <laughs> no. But um, I mean, everyone liked football, but I didn't really care for football too much. I, uh, mostly me and my slightly older best friend would just play in the street wrestling. Uh, and then I actually gave roller hockey a, a go for a minute because I loved the Mighty Ducks movies. And we did something there that was super fun. We did a like rollerblade takedown bulldog because you get so much equipment on, you know, it doesn't matter if you fall over. <laughs> then uh, a very brief stint at ice hockey but it was like in this it was in bristol and we lived out in the sticks so like by the time my dad had finished work we just never made it there on time so had to nip that in the bud uh but then i actually used to have pretty sweet sundays where like my dad would pick me up go to wrestling school no wait am i lying here i think that's true i forget which way around it was but like half the day was climbing and half the day was wrestling so that was nice but no, uh, really on the real sports. Did a little bit of volleyball at uni. Mate, that unbelievable. I once went to the Australian uh, University Games for mixed netball. Ooh, um, nice. I, I, played, I played goalkeeper in the twos, and I reckon I might have like, got about one quarter of action in the whole tournament. I was, I was second string goalkeeper in the twos, but I was lead drinker on the team. Oh, uh, nice. I, I got ejected 
um, from a game for tripping someone on purpose. So that's the sort of sportsman that I am. <laughs> well, you know, best defense is a good trip. Mate, it was a it was a massive, it, and this is not a pun or a joke about your tag team partner. It was a massive Samoan, and they were just absolutely destroying me on the court all day. I had to try something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey man, it was fair in love and war. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It just sort of happened. It was like in slow motion. I couldn't take it back. Um, Did they take it in good spirit? Yeah, it was fine. They loved it. I was actually, I was like. I was, it's actually an even better story than that. Um, we haven't really got time for it. I can see like our editor ripping his hair out already, but um, he's not here, but he will in the future. But um, oh. I, so actually it was really cool. So what they did was they invited um, a Samoan team over and they traveled over to play netball. But uh-huh. um, in the Samoan culture, I'm not sure if it's still like this, but for a long time, like in the, I want to get the wording right here just to be correct, but the, mm-hmm. the ratio of male to females in that culture Mm. was like really high males to females. So actually the team was all people who were uh, born as males. And so it was, but um, I guess this was quite a while ago. Like we didn't turn them as trans people, but it was just something in the Samoan culture where a lot of uh, males were brought up as females in families just to even out the gender norms in society. That's pretty awesome. It, made, it was such a cool thing to be a part of, um, yeah. like just, just to be there and to play against. And, like, we we had a great time. Like, we, I made a bit of a joke about the tripping up and that kind of <laughs> half happened, but it was actually played an amazing spirit and we absolutely loved yeah. it. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a really sick thing to be a part of. Like one of my highlights of uni for sure, yeah. Ah, oh, hell yeah. Man, yeah. I learned something already. We can end the podcast there. <laughs> Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Yeah, mate, 100%. Well, two tricolons and Samoan gender role history. So I think we're going to We should chat some wrestling, though. We should. Yeah, mate. We're here mostly for the Super Strong Style 16 preview. Of course, it's this weekend, which I guess means it's time for me to do another intro, Ross, is it? (gasps) Yes, please. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our main event of the evening. This week's roundtable is all about Progress Wrestling Super Strong Style 16. Joining us for the preview, it is Ross the Boss Casey. I am just right on the mic, and we've got Chuck Mambo. This is the Wrestling Should Be Fun Roundtable. It's round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hey, dear listener, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that uh, tickets for Super Strong Style 16 that we will all be at in different roles, still available <laughs> on the Dice app or, you know, get in contact with This Is Progress via Instagram and, um, you know, you'll go straight to the link in the bio, get around it. There's still loads of good tickets and you can come mm. and see the big fella at the bar. Mine's a Guinness. Great tickets still available, including for Mafia on night three and uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors 16 on day two. Is this right, Mambo? Walk us through uh, your events for the weekend. Let me think. Actually, okay, so Super Strong stat, Rock, Paper, Scissors 16, which is Europe's premier Rock, Paper, Scissors event, will be taking place 
after doors and before the show on day three. Traditionally, everyone's paid a pound to get in and the winner gets 16 quid. But however, this time, if you head to sunshinemachinerules.bigcartel.com, uh, I think it's 10 pound entry. You upload a photo of yourself or send it to TK or something. And hopefully, if it all comes together, you get like a cool like uh, wrestling entrance to come play rock, paper, scissors. And the winner should get, among other things, uh, some progress wrestling tickets. So that's pretty cool. And oh, Mafia, Mafia will not be at the ballroom. Mafia will be at True Romance Pizza in Camden. They uh, kindly reached out to us enough for this their space. So we thought it could be a pretty fun way to wind down the weekend with a game of Mafia. Yeah, absolutely. Burn some, burn some friendships, win some prizes. If, I, if I'm still standing after three days on the lash, I'll be there. Um, <laughs> someone could beat me out of play. Right. Super strong style 16. Mambo. Yeah. I think that the uh, the stat dog, Ross Casey, tells me that you've had mixed results across Super Strong Style 16 weekends in the past. But That's true. What, what's your sort of relationship with it before you actually wrestled on the card? Like, I think pretty famously you're a lifelong wrestling fan and even a progress wrestling fan before you started wrestling for the company, before wrestling 101 matches for the company. Um, yeah, baby. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, do you have memories of like the early tournaments? Like, were you following the product like before you got on the show? Or yeah, man. Uh, well, I wasn't really. I, I'm as you may know, shit at the internet. So I wasn't actually that well educated in indie wrestling until I ended up at the Progress School. But um, I remember the first Super Strong Style 16 just blowing my mind. It just like to, still, it's like my favorite weekend in wrestling because I just think it's like so exciting. It's got such like a good history to it now as well. But even the first one, it was just such a fucking live atmosphere. All these crazy, crazy names and fucking nuts matches. And then, yeah, mixed bag of results there. But definitely last year was very, very good. Uh, oh, yeah. and even though I lost, the match with Zach uh, was like really, really helped me in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that was also the uh, start of... ETM as a YouTube show that weekend. It was where it was all birthed, which later led to us becoming Sunshine Machine as a tag team. So, mate, yeah, yeah and I think up in that in those three days. I think the other guy in that little trio did okay out of it as well in the end. All, no, all stories told. Yeah, um, his name escapes me. <laughs> the um, <laughs> well, that that let's talk me through the Zack Saber Junior one because like that's probably uh, let me I've, I do have this written down somewhere. So what's that 20, 2018. So. I mean, I'm well ensconced with progress by then as well. That was not my first super strong style, but I remember it was probably the one that I was buzzing for the most. Uh-huh. But one of my main memories of it was like when you got announced for it and it was like, uh-huh. okay, because, you know, by then, like we we sort of knew each other a little bit. We'd met, we'd become friendly, like, you know, away from wrestling, I suppose you'd say. And um, I was just like, oh, fuck, this is my guy. And he's ah. wrestling my actual wrestling guy, Zack Sabre. Yeah, he's and, the man, right? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, like, the, the idea for you going into that is your the story as well. Can Chuck Mambo prove that he deserves to be here, right? Can he hang mm. with the best in the world? Is that mm. is that sort of the story that you're trying to tell? Can you remember that? Like, is that uh, how it went? Well, to be honest, yeah, I just feel really, uh, I remember feeling, like, real super motivated by it all. <laughs> um, yeah. Because, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd gotten into the habit. It might have even been the first year that I did it. I can't remember. It was like Rampage Brown, Wild Bull, Mike Hitchman, and Zach Sabre. I was like, uh, wrote them on a piece of paper, uh, not for like Twitter or anything, just like 
as a, I'd like to wrestle these three guys. And um, yeah, I like quite soon, I think I got to wrestle Hitch. And then the Zach one got announced. Took a little bit longer to wrestle Rampage, but I got that one too in the end. So I feel like the ebbs and flows of confidence don't always make too much sense with wrestling. But like, I think just being perceived as being ready to be in with Zach made me feel like, oh shit, I'm a, yeah, this, uh, I don't know. Maybe less like confidence, just like focused. But I don't know, I felt very like, in the zone with it all, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. And then Zach was an absolute diamond. He was like, well, you know, I can have my match any day of the week, but I really want it to be like you versus me and like really went out of his way to like highlight me and stuff, which is fucking nice of him. And then there was this bit right at the end there where I think I knew that I didn't have anything like left that I needed to do. Like I'd fired my last shot. <laughs> so, oh no, I knew that these were my last shots to get in. So I was just like, ah, I like let them all out. <laughs> you know, on like a Game Boy game or whatever, where like the screen starts fading in. <laughs> you like got me into some crazy submission. And then, um, yeah, the screen just started kind of fading in. <laughs> and then I woke up and um, everyone was like, uh, standing up cheering and stuff. So that was fucking nice. <laughs> Amazing. Like, I, I do remember, like, hearing you say, like, once before that, like, there was a long time in, like, Brit Wrestling. It was you and TK together. And you were saying about how you felt like going around a lot of the different companies, you were kind of in a spot where a lot of promoters used you against talent who were newer to the industry than you. And mm. I remember you asking the question, like, what do we need to do to get booked against the more experienced guys? Mm. And then for me that, like, not that I know, you're telling the story, but, like, for me that seemed like a really watershed moment as a single and then uh-huh. the, the, the ball's been rolling from there, obviously, and, you know, the rest is history as far as the tag team stuff goes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot more success with that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only other question I wanted to ask about, like, your strong style history then is, like, you know, you started off as a single there. Like, do you still have a fire? I mean, we won't tell TK. He won't listen to this. Um, <laughs> do, you still, do you still have a fire to come back one year and to win the, win the whole thing yourself? Oh my God, I'll be so busted if he hears this. <laughs> no, I gotta say, actually, all of my goals now in wrestling are uh, focused around tag team wrestling. Like, I prefer watching tag team wrestling. I just find it more exciting. I find it a lot more fun to do, not least because TK is quite a reliable guy to pick up the slack if I'm uh, <laughs> behind. And um, yeah, so, however, it would be pretty great to be specifically in Super Strong Style because I just always thought it was like the coolest tournament. And actually, so I had that one go in the tournament. Yeah. Then last year, obviously, we had a hell of a time because uh, we were in, like, the trio's tag ladder match. Well, not trio's, it's six, you know what I mean. And then the one yeah. before that that I was in was, like, a DNR versus the OG guys. And the one before that that I was in was uh, Sweet Jesus in, like, a street fight type match. So uh, all things considered, even though I've been on it a lot, I haven't actually been in the tournament that much. So maybe uh, if there was a singles tournament that I was going to go, it probably would be Super Strong Style 16. However... Yeah. Currently focused on uh, retaining and setting an unbeatable record this year and then maybe getting a bit of gold back elsewhere Yeah, in the tank. Outstanding, mate. Outstanding. You're like the Razor Ramon with the Royal Rumble of Super Strong Style 16. I remember like when he, I remember him cutting a promo. Ross, this is your areas, right? So chip in at any point. But I feel like Razor Ramon had never been in the Royal Rumble match. He was like icy title, you know, ah. and then like Brett. 
and then against like Sean and stuff. Like he'd never been in the Rumble itself. So I, ah, we, I mean, I did have one that I'm pretty damn yeah. grateful for because yeah, like you say, it was a real spotlight moment for me. But yeah, yeah. only the one. Maybe maybe there'll be another one. You know, <laughs> I, that's probably my, they'll be too busy defending the uh, tag belts this time next year. <laughs> undefeated tag champs forever, mate. That's that's the way it's going to be. And you know, we're happy to get the ladders out every year. But more more on that later on, mate. More on that. Later. All right, baby. Hey, we should talk a little bit about some of the other matches though that are announced for this year. So mm. um, I think the way we might do it is we'll go through the tournament matches one by one. We'll just ask you, Mambo, chip in. Literally any sort of stories that you want to tell about any of the wrestlers. Like you don't have to give predictions or anything like that about what you think is going to happen. We've just got you in here as our expert summarizer. Um, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, mate, you're, mate you're, the, you're the man. Don't worry about it. And then essentially I'm going to introduce the matches and I'm going to pass over to the stat man, Ross Casey, to walk us through the tale of the tape, so we might say. So mm-hmm. up first, uh, these the first eight matches will happen on day one, dear listener. They are all at the uh, Tufnell Dome at Tufnell Park. And up first, we've got the Beast of Belfast versus the problem child himself, the man who I think the second to last time he was in the Dome at Tufnell Park had my match of the year against Chris Brooks. Mm. It's Big Damo versus Kid Lycos. Ross, I'm handing over to you. Here's a stat, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so big stats here. Six of the eight matches on day one are all first-time matchups, so there's not much to go on based on head-to-head records with with any of these, really. And this is one of them. Uh, They've only previously appeared in the Rev Pro Rumble together earlier this year, where we were worried that Chuck broke his ankle. We're glad that that you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both, baby. Progress Wrestling today is the day. Today, the, the brackets for Super Strong Style 2023 are out. And listen, everybody's messaged me, social media, everything else. Big Demo, who do you want to face? Are there, any, are there any dream matches you want to have? And listen, the truth is, right, I'll take on anybody. You see, Big Demo is from a different era. Big Demo should be in the back of a horse waving his sword at his enemies. Big Demo should be getting off the boats with the Vikings, terrorising villages. Big Demo should be in a Roman Coliseum wrapping the arms of people. But he's not. Big Demo's here. Big Demo's now. Big Demo's in progress wrestling. Big Demo's in super strong style 16. Listen, Big Demo has the physique of the front row of a rugby scrum. Big Demo has the agility of a circus Acrobat, and I tell you, this Big Demo is going to take on all comers. Big Demo's going to terrorise every opponent. Big Demo's going to do whatever he can until he hears those words. Your winner of the 2023 Super Strong Style 16 Tournament is Big Demo. So coming into this, Demo has actually lost three of his last four progress matches, whereas Lycos has won five of his last seven. So potentially the betting line would be looking towards Lycos as uh, a favourite here, even though obviously there's a big size difference. One of those five of seven, unfortunately, came against you, Chuck, in the hair versus mask match. (laughs) (laughs) But Lycos seems to have had a change of heart since then. Um, He even says in his little promo, Super Strong Style 16 is not just for me, but it's for all of us. And that includes you, apparently, Chuck. So... (laughs) <laughs> well you know if i can uh play a part in the redemption of the problem child i want him to win <laughs> so how are things with you and lycos now on a personal level 
complex, I suppose. Well, I don't know. I mean, might have to see how it goes a little further down the line. I haven't really. Yeah. He did shake my hand though after the thing, and he, he did yeah. over in that promo. So you know what. I'm rooting for him. On the other hand, though, Damo, oof, I've, never, I've never known a man split a Guinness like it. You know that split? <laughs> and you've met Dom. Mate, <laughs> I, you, can't, you literally cannot offend me. You can talk about Kathy Philp all you want, my <laughs> lovely mother. You start talking about splitting G's on Guinness, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be in the match. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that about Lycos. Like, obviously, he he did show that respect, which I I was a little bit surprised to see at the end of that tag match, Mambo, because a few people around me there was there was a little bit of talk that you were in quite a bit of jeopardy when you were locked in that submission hold, and um, a couple of people thought that you were getting very very close to tapping. I thought that maybe Lycos might have had a few things to say. I thought he thought he had you beaten, so. I reckon there might be some more to tell with that story. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. I hope so. I hope so, especially if he wins strong style and gets the singles belt. (laughs) 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 Then I got a problem with him. (laughs) Just like not this, ladies and gentlemen, this is now the Kid Lycos fan podcast. But um, (laughs) if you, Mambo, were you there for for the Brooks match in the dome? I wasn't, man. I think I was in like Thailand or somewhere. I have seen it since, and it is a fucking delight, isn't it? I, I really, like, just, we're not on the payroll for Progress or Kid Like Us or yourself, but uh, bloody hell, if you haven't seen that match, go and find it. Find it, Everyone. yeah. But, but, I re- I, and I was sober, and I fucking loved it. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes wrestling's better when you watch it sober. Sometimes Mate. it's better drunk, but sometimes when it's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh- yeah, I was reading stuff going on in that match that I definitely would have missed otherwise. So it's definitely yeah. worth a look with the clear eyes on, dear listener. Yeah. Um, two like detailed uh, story painters, aren't they? And the other thing, like obviously, Big Damo will have a, a size advantage, but yeah. Lycos is looking pretty thick at the moment. You know, both of Lycos Jim are hitting it pretty hard. It looks like they're bulking out. You really? So, yeah, right. You know, it was pretty cool. Keep an eye out for that. Thick with two C's. Lycos oh, Jim. That's the sexy kind, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> There's got to be some joke about wet-ass wolves or something. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, very thick. It's in there. I'm sure the Progress fans will find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ross, how do you want to do this? Do we want to do predictions for the matches? Or do we just want to – how do you want to do yeah, it? Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm going to go with size to – win here and i'm gonna go with a demo win um i'm gonna go i'll just i'm just gonna go the opposite of you every time ross i'm gonna pick (laughs) can i say Um, time limit draw yeah (laughs) (laughs) i love sitting on this fence you see (laughs) i think just because for me generally the first days in the dome and as far as i'm concerned kid lycos he's taken over from um mills and mayhew as the new king of the dome so ah um, yeah Uh yeah uh, Mambo, you can split the difference if you like, or you can just have no comment. It's up to you, mate. Well, I don't know what it is that me and like us have, but uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, gotta, you know what? Even though I don't know what's happening here, I, I, I want him to go, so I'm gonna, ah, uh, but no disrespect to Dave, brother, because I like <laughs> true love, you know, baby. Oh, oh. Uh, draw, uh, pass. <laughs> I'll predict the next one. <laughs> I promise I'll predict the next one. <laughs> 
That's absolutely creased me. <laughs> the world's most polite wrestler just can't even pick a winner. <laughs> Can I please, do any of the T-shirts say, I just want all the wrestlers to have a nice time? <laughs> they should. Uh, you bring our next one for us. <laughs> okay. All right. Up next. Uh, in the tournament, second tournament match, I have got the guy that I think is taking the whole thing, my pre-tournament favourite. Mm. It's the future Wayne's World, Nick Wayne, up against the best cruiser. What is he? The best cruiserweight in the world, um, and the guy who I think has to be in another stateside tournament, uh, PWG Battle of Los Angeles next year, mm-hmm. Robbie X. Wayne versus Robbie X. Ross, give us the stat, stat dog. Yeah, so there's a massive stat here. Can you believe this, Chuck Mambo? (gasps) Robbie X has wrestled in progress eight times and lost eight times. Oh, come on, man. That's wild, isn't it? Right? That is wild. That is crazy, isn't it? That is crazy. And and one of those eight came against Nick Wayne. So if you're on the betting lines... Big strong favorite here has got to be Nick Wayne. Now recently announced my first round match against one of the greatest cruiserweights in the world, Robbie X. Robbie X, a man that I faced once before, also at Progress. In a match that people are talking about till this day, one year later. Now Robbie, it's all love and respect from my side. And I know we're both eager to win this tournament. But whatever the outcome is, know I have all the respect in the world for you. But I'm coming to win. But mm. Robbie X has said, I've been on top of this scene for the past year and we're taking this tournament. So he hasn't got a lack of confidence, even with the poor win-loss record. So he's going to no, come in. Sometimes the stars align, you know, when he might use it as motivation, all those losses. Because you don't Absolutely. Need um, and need Nick Wayne, of course, has a 100% record at the ballroom. He's beaten Callum Newman and Nick Wayne, two fantastic wrestlers, two fantastic matches. And this will be no different. And he's even wrestled for the number one contendership previously at Ric Flair's last match. Oh, no in a match against Pretty Gresham, Takashita, and Alan Angels. Ha, oh, nice. <laughs> Man, oh, all right, well, that's another toughie. Oh. <laughs> Nick Wayne is so cool, but Robbie X is so great. Oh. Um, you know what? I think I got a good feeling about Robbie X, you know, because I think eight losses in a row, what the fuck? <laughs> he's <gonna come> in. <laughs> He's going to be coming in hard and heavy with the point proof. And uh, my man, the X Factor. I'll tell you what always blows my mind about Robbie X. X But yeah, (laughs) gold button or something. Is that the X Factor? Uh, (laughs) I think the X Factor was like, just you like grab the head and then like jump on the floor. Oh, right. (laughs) Yes, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't don't powerbomb Kidman. That was the X Factor. (laughs) Mambo, I wanted to ask you about Robbie X. Like, see, in my mind, it it just blows my mind because it feels like he's been wrestling since I got to the UK, which is eight years ago. And even then I was like, oh, this guy is like a vet. Look at him. He's like a wily old cruiserweight. What Uh a geezer. And then Uh then I found out that he's like 17 years old now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I thought, because like he predated my time attacking stuff. He already seemed like an event, uh, I don't know, event when I got to attack and I had this ma- uh, match with him and he was like so calm and good and like such a polished like wrestler and everything. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, it turned out to be younger than me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not more of a vet though, because I think he's been doing it since he was like 12. And uh, 
Yeah. Oof. Gotta be a good sign for him though, right? Like that much experience, still super healthy, like in freaky shape now too. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, and then still loads of years ahead of him. So there you have it. Chuck Mambo hates Nick Wayne. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I love Nick Wayne. We only hung out a couple of times, but he was a sweet dude. He was a, yeah. a not so tight. He actually is like 17, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. I've, is I've tried to offer him a beer once. Yeah. He wasn't interested. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it would, wouldn't be a wrestling should be fun podcast without me telling the story of the time I met his mum. Maybe the nicest lady I ever met in my life. Amazing. She is delightful. Yeah. Yeah. As she is really- he. And if you're playing along at home, that's probably Dom Phil Bingo, dear listener. Already- <laughs> Everybody do a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, man. Ross, who you got? Wayne versus X? Uh, got to go with the stats again. I'm the stat man. Nick Wayne to win. Well, uh, you've already done me the second match. Um, I know, but Mambo's gone for Robbie X. So I'm going to split the difference this time. I... I've, I've gone big already. I said Nick Wayne's winning the whole thing and I'm going to stick with it. Nick Wayne, nice. my boy. That would actually be so sick. Yeah, I'd love it, man. That'd be great. Um, just because it might mean that we get to see lots more of him. That's the yeah. main thing for me. Up next, match number three of night one. Oh, my goodness. We have got the first ever Progress World Champion, Nathan Cruz, returning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the prodigal son himself returns and they've given him the farm. They've got him up first up in the first round against an overseas import himself. I don't know how to describe him. It's Maggot. Ross, stat Tony, give us the stats. You have to say as well that he's got the best theme song, obviously. 100 um, <laughs> So this is another first time match. You've got the first ever Progress champion. Hasn't wrestled in Progress since 2017. So we can't really gauge his <laughs> win-loss record since then. The uh, but his previous life at Super Strong Weekend hasn't been a happy one. He lost the tag team titles twice at Super Strong Star Weekends back to back. And then he, when he entered the tournament itself, he lost to Jeff Cobb in the first round, which is no <laughs> thing to be sad about because Jeff Cobb's obviously an absolute beast. Mm. Uh, but then he was entered into the 10-man the following day when, unfortunately, Haskins got injured slash unwell, and he didn't win that either. So he's had a pretty rough patch with Ooh. Super Strong Style weekends. But he's back six years away, fresh start, up against Maggot, who kind of alternates wins and losses in progress. His last seven mm. matches has been win-loss, 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 win. And Ooh. last year he lost the, in the first round against Lycos, so he's looking to have a better Super Strong Style this time. So I think this one's mm. a real... Tough one to call. That's so I a think guessing um, game. Yeah, it's a guessing game on this one. How about you, Mambo? Well, did you say the last one was a win for Maggot? Yeah. Oh well, you know, maybe that's the pattern we're gonna do. <laughs> Stick with the sequence. Oh. Yeah, because it'd be so sad for Nathan Cruz. I think Nathan Cruz is gonna be coming back in six years, did you say? Yeah. Surely he needs to be uh ramping up the, the wins. But then maybe yeah. not. Maybe he just has a fucking crazy cool. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he'll be too eager. Tell yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little too rough. Remember, have you wrestled Cruz before? 
Do you know what? TK just lent me his uh, wrestling uh, like matchbook because I had a pretty fastidiously kept uh, matchbook until the lockdown, and then I was like, "Oh, I don't really need to keep this anymore." I'll just and then um, now we've had loads, and it's taken me like days of this week to try and fill it all back up. So somewhere in there, it will say if I have, but uh, <laughs> I don't think so. But also, I get hit in the head a lot. So <laughs> I'm really sorry if I have Nathan and I. Can't remember. <laughs> but, I'd like to. Can I say that? I'm very yeah. keen to. And but you've you've obviously come across him um, in certain promotions and things like that. Like, do you think he's going to be uh, welcomed back to progress with open arms? Is are the are the boys going to be excited to see him in the we building? Were either gonna wrestle or did wrestle actually at Rev Pro last year or this year. But I think maybe something different happened. Sorry, what did you say? Sorry. Mate, I'm just, I'm just giving you thinking time, mate. I'm just, just padding. Oh, no. But I think everyone will be really lucky to have him um, to back, uh, back up progress for sure. He's yeah. wicked wrestler, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Did you give a prediction? Do you want to do one? I think I think, I think this could be our first sweep. Ooh. Well, you know what? That pattern of win-loss is really uh, the only thing I have to go by. It's, uh, yeah. I think maybe Cruzy Baby. That's why I liked his promo. Yeah. I'm going to go for Cruz as well on his return. Uh, Prodigal Son comes good. Roscoe? Yeah, I'm going to make it a clean sweep on Cruz. But I am going to make some. It's a sweep. But I'm going to make a uh, sweeping prediction like I always do, which never comes in. I think that potentially by the end of day three, we could have a new stable on our hands because I think that Haskins, Brown, and Cruz could return as the origin 2.0. Oh, that's what oh. they were called—the origin. Now that I like, uh, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. If, if we predicted it as a sweep, does there need to be like a forfeit if we're wrong? Like we'll have to streak across the ring or something. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Can you laughs> not being able to defend the belts because you got thrown out the day before. <laughs> 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 <We're> streaking <laughs> because maggot won. <laughs> If it comes in, me and Dom get added to the ladder match on day two. Ooh, <laughs> nice. As part of Sunshine Machine? Or... <laughs> or ones with the aces, ones with us. <laughs> I, I thought Ross and I would be a team. It'd be a triangle again. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, the... um. The the surfboard in the in uh, you know I'm just a wrestling fan I don't like to use terminology but like the final part of the match Ooh, yeah. last year I, I was worried mm. about surfboard holding the weight I tell you what if I'm up there with you mate we're going straight <laughs> fucking through <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know what when people said that it got like uh, like broke Twitter or whatever I figured that was like a good thing and I didn't really look but then uh, something happened a while after where we were like trying to do the dive spot and then like. Danny Black caught me with a cutter, but like it took us a little while to get to the right corner because people were it like s- split across the outside of the ring. Whatever. Anyway, on the drive home, they were like, hey, you guys have like broken the internet again or whatever, like all these retweets. And I was like, oh, hey, nice, cool. And then I got home like three in the morning. I was on the toilet before bed. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just see what these retweets are. And they're all horrible. <laughs> just <laughs> like, Fucking young bucks wannabes don't do stuff you can't do. Like do shit. I was like, oh, I thought it went kind of well. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was actually perfect. Like it was one of those things where it was like, I was genuinely afraid for your safety. Like that's what you I, want. Yeah. <laughs> I, like we I really was. I was like, fuck. I'm like, 
I don't want to watch my friends die. But then I was like, and, just, and I was like, oh, thank fuck. It just, everything works perfectly. Just about. Just right? about, was, yeah. It broke yeah. a little bit earlier than we thought. So actually before TK even stumped, I think we were going through. <laughs> yeah, but it, it made it look even better in a way, I thought. I thought it was ah, sick. Thanks, man. Fuck the young buck. No. <laughs> No, don't, mate, they don't listen. It's okay. Don't worry. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I love you, Nick that and was, Matt. That was the last of my uh, surfboards. So, <laughs> Oh, shit. That's, Just had to yeah, stick to the old traditional table if we have anything to go through. Or maybe... Uh, yeah. Use the cricket bat. <laughs> oh, that shit. If the origin return, you have to use the cricket bat in a match. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Shit, do you imagine? That would actually be so sick if, like, they are Cruz wins. I don't know if these are in order of how it happened, but, like, Cruz wins, and then he helps Haskins with or, like, something like that. And then Rampage is, like, doing it on his own. And then in the, like, next thing, he's in trouble. So then they come down and help him, and he's like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. And then somehow, I don't know, I, I, I'm not looking. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, like, cl- like, clearly we're all fantasy booking here, but if it comes... <laughs> People are going to be like, oh, man, but I spoiled it on the pod. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they send me here to, like, drop what is going to happen so that people are like, oh, well, that would never happen or he wouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In cricket, it's known as a double bluff. Everywhere else, it's just called a bluff. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, mate, Ross, you've got the big one up next. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking of returns to progress, up next, we've got who some people believe is the best wrestler in the world. It's Tate Mayfair's <laughs> up against uh, undeniable. It's it's Big Willie O, Will Ospreay. I don't even know. I like, it's almost like I just it's to me, it's too big of a deal to even give him an intro. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Ospreay. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mambo, if you can think of any any puns for like the word stat, I'm starting to run low. Oh, I liked um, the one before. I forgot what it was, but it was good. Uh, Tony. Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Let's go over to Statabate, Ross Casey. <laughs> so this is another first time match. Um, so there's no stats on the head-to-head records. First match for Osprey since 2019, so not quite as long a, a wait for us fans to see him as it was for Nathan Cruz. But Osprey's had a bit of a roller coaster ride in progress to a point where, at one point, Will Osprey had a 12-match losing streak in progress. But then he's, but he's since won four of his each four of his last singles matches at progress. Since winning the 2015 Super Strong Style, Osprey has never since wrestled on a Super Strong weekend. He did, however, did that awesome promo at Ali Pali in 2018. 18 i think it was but we missed that because we went to going at ice creams and pims i genuinely don't i, I actually don't remember that we were getting pims <laughs> mate not me surely i i, I barely had a pims that weekend <laughs> whereas mayfairs he's actually won seven of his last 10 singles in progress um, his previous showing in super strong style he lost on day three when he challenged anthony agogo and he kept on challenging him and kept on getting more and more beaten up. It was fantastic fun. <laughs> Mayfairs has been calling out Osprey for absolutely months now on social media. Will Osprey saw your little video. How fucking arrogant. To call out British wrestling, expect everyone to line up and jerk you off in front of the whole world. You fucking narcissist. 
because this isn't a challenge. This is an affirmation. Take Mayfair's versus Will Ospreay. And you know full well, same as me, same as everybody else, that I am the only one who can bring to you what no one else can. So I'm gonna post this every day with the caption, Osprey Fears Mayfairs. Every day at 3.33 p.m. until you and I stand across that ring. Tell the world. He's finally got his man, and it's but it's in round one. So this is a potential bracket buster. Imagine Tate Mayfair gets the win on round one and knocks out Will Ospreay. That Good would luck. break the internet just like Chuck does by being a young buck wannabe. Yeah, <laughs> sad. It's really sad. <laughs> um, so those are your stats, but also the big kind of um, trinket here is also from the promos. Who was Will Ospreay on the phone to? Hello, mate. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, funny enough, people now, but I just, just like speaking about that now, eh? Yeah, I'm having back next week. Hey, come take along. Yeah, I thought you couldn't say no. Bye, mate. Be good to see you again. Miss ya. Right. Bye, mate. Ooh. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> North Pole Telecommunications Company. It's good. That's <laughs> likely disputing the bill. It's a bit of, yeah, a bit of marketing there. But Osprey versus Mayfairs. Mate, I'm absolutely buzzing for this one. I think I think a lot of people are really excited just to see where this one goes. Like Osprey's return and Mayfairs has been calling him out. Like it, it does feel – I don't want to know. I don't know if there's like any history between these two guys – or if Mayfair's is just like, oh, Osprey's never coming back. I'll just call him out. I'm never going to have to deal with this. Mm. And now all of a sudden, it's young Bill from Essex. He's here. Um, apparently, Ross seems to think he's bringing some backup as well. Ooh. And, like, Mayfair's has to face the music. Man, but I'm going straight to what you think about this matchup. Does David have any chance against the returning Goliath? Could Mayfair's pull it out of the bag? I'm sure that... You've had dealings with both of these uh, young men, excellent wrestlers. What are you thinking? Well, I think everyone is going to be delightfully surprised by uh, how great of a showing Tate has. But well, Osprey is basically just the best wrestler on planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it'll be like a really, really, really good showing for uh, Tate. But I think Osprey is going to be a favorite, right, for the whole thing. Huh? Yeah. I think he's he's starting on. There was one set of odds on, uh, you know, Progress Wrestling Face Group group or something like that. Oh yeah. Um, or Twitter. I, I think Osprey was on the first line, wasn't he, Ross? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. What does that mean? Favorite. Favorite. Oh, favorite. Yeah, I mean, here's Will Osprey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he'd be the favorite in most matches, is it? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. going to be really interesting to see where that one goes, and it's in the dome as well. Like. Just just once again, dear listener, if you're just tuning into this and you're like, oh, I like Will Ospreay, what's this dome? Mate, tickets are going to sell out this week. Get involved now. It's on the Dice app. Search for Progress Wrestling and come and join us. As we've said, mine's a Guinness. I'm the six foot six Aussie at the bar. Yeah. Love it. I just like Um, the fact that we can all say that we saw Will Ospreay at the dome and everyone will think that we meant Tokyo. (laughs) 
Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. I remember seeing him at the door. <laughs> my, fa- my favourite Will Ospreay, this is just a complete, I'm just sidetracking, but my favourite Will Ospreay memory at the Dome is still, I watched him watch Big T chop someone and he fell on the floor laughing. It's my, it's, it's, it's maybe, it's, I've seen Will Ospreay wrestle a lot, but he, it really pleased me watching him laugh at someone get chopped by Big T. Ah, that's um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's behind the scenes moment. Yeah. I, th- I think that was, I think I might have been on one of the same shows as when you were time traveling, Mambo. Ah, yeah. Well, sadly, that time board is broke. <laughs> Mate, they're genuinely like, I know we're not talking about that at the moment. We'll have you back another time to do a career, you know, walkthrough or whatever, but just the, the funniest shit ever. I just, it's just really, ah, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, I was really hoping it would go somewhere, but, uh, I guess yeah. Freedom's Road got next or came to its conclusion, I forget. Yeah, those you know what? Rats. Um, yeah, those, oh, those they rats. Had the rats, yeah. <laughs> I'd be on the nose with that. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Quite. Very good. Ross, you're going to get us in trouble in about 10 years' time. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I'll tell you who hates being asked about the rats referee Tom. He does not like talking about it for some reason. <laughs> Why not? He's just like, he's like Shooter McGavin. He's like, no, nah, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, he doesn't like that at all, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, are you actually going to, um, are you actually going to predict Mayfairs quickly before I go to the next match? Yeah, so here's my absolutely stupid prediction that I always make every time. So firstly, Will Ospreay is a heel and everyone is going to cheer him because he's done all these amazing things. But he's a heel, he's playing a heel, boo him. Secondly... Do you think even when he comes back? Yeah, Um, he's a heel, he's a heel. And for me, the way to get him to be a proper heel is that Tate Mayfair has told people that he's going to give a fan £10,000 if he doesn't win the tournament. And to me, the best way to uh, make Osprey a hill is to make him a mercenary. And he comes back to progress and he makes a big song and dance about it. And he takes the 10K by just lying down. No. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> Ross. You know what? Could you what? imagine how fuming everyone would be? <laughs> Ross. I'm all about that Bubba Ray heat. Ross, mate, I am sorry, but you're not you're not bringing in Will Ospreay for, you know, I, I imagine they're probably paying him for the weekend. You're not bringing in Will Ospreay and paying his fee to have him lay down in the first round, mate. He has to do at least two shooting star presses. He could do those on day two. <laughs> in the Wasteman <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you were robbed that year as well, man, but you should have won that thing. Yeah, that's some bullshit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, the ring was here, though, so, you know. <laughs> Mate, unreal, right? Unreal. Tate Mayfair is actually the man, and I think everyone's going to be in for a treat. Yeah. We're, mate, we, we've had him on the pod here, and we've, uh-huh. we're not only blown away by him every time he wrestles in progress, but we've been blown away by getting a chance just to talk to him. He is a, uh, I want to say, an excellent character. That Take he is. That, that he is. Take that <laughs> Up next, we have another returning son. We have another former Progress World Champion and a man who definitely has more of a story to tell here at Progress Wrestling. It's Mark Haskins versus 
the young gun, the guy that I think is going to break out quicker than Callum Newman, JCH. We've still got that bet going. It's Leon Slater. You know, I'm sat here, man. I'm studying the greats. And I think it's crazy that in 20 years, people are going to be studying me. People are going to be sat in my position, studying my tips. And it all starts at Super Strong Style 16. It all starts with me becoming a progress men's world champion. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you how I have to win Strong Style, how I need to win Strong Style. Because the matter of fact is, people see Super Strong Style 16 as 16 competitors proving that they are the best at what they do. But I see Super Strong Style 16 as 15 bitches and one Leon Slater. Let's head over to Ross the Boss Casey with another word that rhymes with stat. <laughs> okay, so this is another first time match. Stat like uh... <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, mate. We'll keep working, keep workshopping. There's no, there's no wrong answers. No wrong answers in improv, mate. <laughs> so this is another first time match, but they have faced each other in a tag match where Robbie X and Haskins beat Slater and Derisa at Wrestle Carnival. So they have got previous ring experience. Mm. Um, Haskins, just like Osprey, this is his first progress show since 2019. On a personal level, super excited to see him. He's one of my favorites, Mark Haskins. Yeah. He's got some super strong style previous. He lost in the quarterfinal of the opener up against Osprey when Osprey won it in 2015. He beat Pete Dunne in 2016 and then sadly had to leave the tournament after um, what happened to him in 2016. Uh, he lost in the quarters to Tyler Bate in 2017. And since then, he hasn't been on a, a super strong style. So he's faced some big names. I think he beat some jobbers one year at Ali Pally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Slater, obviously making waves in all kinds of promotions, he's unreal. What is he, 18 years old and just Ugh, off the charts? Yeah. Good. But his record hasn't been great. Four wins out of 13 in progress so far. But he's coming off a four-way win over Robbie X, Danny Black and Leo Rush. So there's are three big names that he beat last time out. Yeah. Coming in with confidence. And he's said in his promo that it's 16 people, 15 bitches and one man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and apparently he learned that language by hanging out with Ali Catch. Ah. <laughs> well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't either. Had, uh, had spent any time learning vocabulary from Ali Catch, Mambo? No, I don't think so. Not really, no. <laughs> no. Um, with, but never learned any words in that. She never taught me how to say tricolon. <laughs> And obviously, um, when that was posted on to Twitter, most people were just saying, like, yeah, go get them. But then someone ah. pointed out, did you just call Derisa bitch? Channel trouble with the boisterous boys. <laughs> I, how is that the one that gets pulled out? Oh, Derisa. But I mean, I know they're mates, but like, I call my friends bitches all the time. Like, <laughs> surely, surely I, don't, I don't really. That's the first time I've ever even said that word, I think. Uh, with, I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, um, but surely you're more worried about like Rampage and Damo, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that Dave Chappelle bit. Like, please don't call me bitch in front of my children. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you don't need to call anyone Ben Jabber, to be honest. <laughs> I completely agree. You get terrible sex. Especially not in front of your kids. That just pissed you off so much. You're like, bitch, put your phone away. <laughs> yeah, that's good teaching. Yeah, I've got, everyone has regrets as a teacher, but I, I don't think I've ever said bitch. No. That's no, good. Not, yeah. not yet. Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day, though. You know, double year 11, five and six. Who knows? Oh, oof. could yeah. be the day big Dom broke. <laughs> could, could be the day. I, I do often joke with the students. I'll be like, like I'll be like, yeah, I'm probably, you know, like towards the end of the year, I'll be like, oh, you know, that, yeah, it looks like they're going to keep me on for another year. Like, I'll probably be a teacher next year unless I choke slam someone on the way out of here. <laughs> gets, gets a laugh like 75% of the time with the kids. That's enough. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Haskins versus Slater. I'm going Slater. Roscoe? Yeah, for me, this is where you get the start of the origin against the young guns. And Haskins is going to be all grizzled young veteran and mad about losing. So it's going to be Leon Slater winning here. I want that to be true. What you said, yeah. We... <laughs> I want to win against the origin. I mean, nuts. Yeah, that does sound like fun. Ross, I think yeah. you're onto something here, you know? Yeah, all right. Yeah. And if um, it hasn't been planned, maybe they'll hear our cool podcast. <laughs> doing a last-minute Vince McMahon rewrite. Uh, <laughs> one can only hope. Up next, we have got... I can't remember Danny Black's nickname, so I'm going to go with it's the, boy the uh, it's not the problem child. That's Lycos. Tell it's me again. The kid with no fear. Kid with no fear. Sorry, it's the kid with no fear. Who I really, I genuinely think this man, but you can feel free not to like comment on this at all if it's too much like behind the fourth curtain, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> breaking the ninth wall. But um, my favorite Danny Black is the Backstreet Boys Danny Black from Right Cabaret. Yeah, love it. <laughs> and the funny I, wiggle thing he does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, genuinely, I, I don't know, but I really think that that could be, like, an actual wrestler that wrestled everywhere. And I just I just think it would be unreal in other places. Maybe just for a special mm. unboxing or something. Wait, but. maybe I missed something. It's basically still Danny Black, right? He just comes out to... Yeah. But like, he's a bit, like, more chill and swaggy. Yeah. And yeah. he like dances and he does like different bits. It's still Danny Black. Yeah. yeah. And, but, but like, you know, like the wrestling should be fun boys saying Danny Black. All right. And it's, it's just yeah, really, nice. it's very good fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd like to see more of it. Um, but anyway, oh, yeah. that's, that's just me. Danny Black. And he's facing off against a man who's on a little bit of a roll at the moment in progress wrestling. It's Ooh. the spectacular twat himself. Ross, give us the, spe- the spectacular stats. Okay. Ah, nice. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> this is the only other match apart from the Robbie X match where the wrestlers have actually had a one-on-one previous, and it was in progress. Crowley beat Danny Black at the anniversary Ooh. show at the garage. At the same show where Chuck was involved in the mad tag team turmoil match that cost Conman about £100 on a shot round. Um, Frowley has won four of his last five matches in progress. Last year, he lost in the first round to chatty Charlie Dempsey. He was the star of the World Cup match on day two as the last pick in the eight-man tag World Cup weird match that happened on day two. Uh, That was a lot of fun. 
Danny Black has a four-match losing streak in progress, but mm. here's the big buts. His last singles win was over champion Spike Trevay. Oh, at WXW, huh? So, he could potentially go on to face Spike in the corresponding match after this and be in a match where he's beaten him already. So, that could be interesting. Oh, that would be cool. And last year, um, at the Super Strong Style Weekend with CPF, he won in a four-way match against RSP, Robbie X, Jack Evans, and Maggot. Nice. So, he's already won on Super Strong Style, as has... <sighs> Crowley, so it's kind of evens here. Like if you go on, neck, you know. on recent form, Crowley's got the um, neck in front with his uh, four out of five wins. Yeah, can he can he do it on a cold night on Coronation Street though? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. I, you know, something else I've noticed about um, Danny Black, and I don't know if all CPF guys are going to have the, if they wear the um, armband, but or if it actually means that Danny Black is the captain of CPF. I've noticed it in the promo shot he's been wearing the armband so i don't know if that's you know a little little wrinkle maybe he's taking the reins and all the other three are going to get behind him i certainly hope so because one of my favorite parts about any progress show lately has been maverick mayhew on the outside cheering (laughs) i haven't got too much to add on this one crowley and black it's going to be great fun should we uh mambo thoughts that's really good journalism for me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> Danny Black I reckon yeah. uh, give me a bit of Crowley I think I'm going to go with Danny Black just because I would Whoa. love to, to see the quarterfinal match be Leon Slater Danny Black <laughs> yeah yeah. I want two one versus CPF continues <laughs> yeah. that's good oh, that's, yeah that's probably a better shout than what I'm thinking Up next, we've got two first-round matches to go, and then we got assorted main events of the evenings. So uh, up next, we have the formerly mentioned man from the 0121 and boisterous behaviour. It's the guy who speaks Spanish in his raps, which absolutely blew me away in the dome. It's man like Derice. Up against man who needs no interruption, Shijihiro Irie. I hope I've got that one correctly. A lot of people in wrestling should be fun. Absolutely buzzing for the inclusion of Shiggy. We're looking to get Shiggy with it this year. Ross, run us down the stats, please, fella. Yeah, Shiggy's a big fan of Tris Stratus. What? (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to get that. Why would you make that joke? Mambo, I said this week when the promo shot was released of Shiggy Hero Irie, He's got such incredible pecs that I said he looked like Trish Stratus from the SmackDown 2 loading screen. And I, I, I don't know if that means anything to you. And imagine but, what you're talking about. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is another first-time match. Excited for this one. Here he... <gasps> Hit us with this Trish stat. Uh, hey! Yes. <laughs> one nil. <laughs> Irie has two wins in eight at Progress, but he's the current WXW champion doing double duty. He's even after this match, he's uh, facing Luke Jacobs for the title at the Dome in the show afterwards. Absolutely crazy. Wow. Whereas man like Darice, he's won two of his last three Progress matches, including in Justice for Chuck Mambo News, a mask versus mask match at Daft Lad Emporium over at Lycos 2, where not only wow. did he pull off his mask, he pulled off his whole head. His whole head? Good <laughs> lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> if he can come back from that, then he can come back from anything. So I guess he's just going to win the whole thing. <laughs> and Darius's only previous super strong style experience was where he lost to some guy called Chuck Mambo last year. No shame in that. No shame in that. <laughs> Hell of a contest, might I add. Uh, Mambo, much experience with Erie? Have you? Not much. Had a lovely time with them at a uh, hostel in Denmark. We played, uh, what's the one where you like slide the thing? Shuffleboard, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jenga. Jenga. Really intense game of Jenga, actually. Went on quite long. <laughs> that like is, four in the morning. <laughs> how, how is Shiggy at um, Jenga? How does he go? He was taking some pretty bold, uh, you know, he wasn't doing any of that faffing around at the top stuff. He was coming in for the for the hard ones, you know? Mm. He played with honor. Yeah, balls of steel. <laughs> I'd be lying if I said I could remember much of the Jenga. <laughs> I think he was pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. I think that Irie carries over his incredible form from Danish Jenga, and I think he wins in this round. Oh, yeah. uh, Ross, what do you think? Yeah. We often joke about man like Darius's terrible record at the ballroom because of we've got a friend Josh who absolutely loves him and he always travels to London from Leicester just for man like Darius and he loses every ah, time. Cool. <laughs> and he always loses. <laughs> He's not at the ballroom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So Great might turn his luck around. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Having a smaller locker room. <laughs> a change is as good as a Danish holiday. <laughs> yeah. mm. Oh man, because there he's been killing it. Yeah, yeah man. He really is unreal. Um, I still think Yuri's gonna beat him though. I'm yeah. gonna go man like Doris just to be contrary. <laughs> See, I would I would choose Doris, but then apparently he's just a no, I didn't was it. <laughs> <laughs> References to Leon's promo. <laughs> uh, uh hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Iria is just so huge, you know. <laughs> but then, man, like Doris isn't exactly, you know, slim. He's looking pretty heavyweight these days, you know. Hmm. Hmm. But then, hmm. I, I thought I was going to say Iria. Now I'm here. I think maybe man like Doris. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. in. Lock, Lock it in. in. Doesn't happen. I'll eat my cricket bat. Man. <laughs> Okay, last match of the first round of tournament matches. We have got a man that uh, at least two people from wrestling should be fun have picked to go all the way through to the final. It's Northwest Strong Luke Jacobs. Is he a cruising weight? Is he a heavyweight? I'm not sure I mind. He's a heavyweight cruising. (laughs) (laughs) And he's up against the last of our big returnees, last man announced of the 16. It, I'm sure he's had a load of uh, former titles, including the Atlas title, Ross, right? It's Rampage yes. Brown. Yeah. This is the match that I think I think I'm the most excited for out of the eight matches on day one. I think it's just going to be a thunderbastard match, isn't it? It's going to be fantastic. This is another first-time match. It's version one, Stat Hardy. Sorry, go on. <laughs> nice. Very good. Rampage, it's his first match in progress since 2019, so same as Osprey and Haskins. He beat Volta in 2015 in round one and then lost to Roderick Strong in the quarters. He lost to Tommy End in round one in 2016 and then also lost the Tenway to replace Haskins in day two. So he's, you know, if your only win on a super strong style comes against Walter, 
That's a pretty big one, I'd say. It's been a pretty good win. <laughs> <laughs> Jacobs, on the other hand, comes into the tournament on the back of two wins in progress. And last year at Super Strong Style, he absolutely killed Big Guns Joe on day two. That was mm. tough to watch. Ooh. And then he had a banger with Axel Tissier on day three. So he's oh, unbeaten man. at Super Strong Style weekend. He's unbeaten. Um, so did you say, so you, so Ross, sorry, tell us again. Did you say Jacobs hasn't been beaten? On strong, Super Strong Style weekend. Wow. Imagine if he had that and he was in the tournament. He'd have won. <laughs> <laughs> but he is in the tournament. <laughs> Sometimes stats can change, though, Mambo, across the course of a weekend. <laughs> it's, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, perpetual motion of, like, undefeated streaks. Hey, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you about the other guy before we talk a bit about, like, Jacobs and his chances of going deep. Rampage Brown, Mambo, I always get the feeling that he is just, like, the most respected dude on the scene. Is this, am I right in sort of saying this? Like, have you had much to do with him in the past oh he's my favorite man i like oh he's just everything to me that wrestling should be. He's, just, <laughs> he's like a bear but he wrestles <laughs> slamming <him. laughs> there was this time there was a company up in the north called breed and uh, tk was wrestling him for like the championship there or whatever and i just felt like a child man i like we were like bad guys or whatever like me and Spike were second in TK there. And um, it, something happened where just like <laughs> on the fly, I like ran in and took a pile driver off of Rampage. <laughs> and I was just smiling so much. I was like, I saw your dad or something. Just like, yes, he's doing it to me. He's giving me the pile driver. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the man and so nice, dude. I wrestled him one time at Riptide. He was on that list I was saying, like the first three wrestlers that I ever wrote that I was like, I really, really want to wrestle these guys and he was the last they got to cross off but he was just like so nice he was like and as well you know because like i'm like pretty big so you have to like really beat me up or well, they won't buy it if you don't really beat me up <laughs> but, go <easy laughs> on, but beat me up <laughs> he's the best like yeah oh what a man mate that's awesome mate i just um it's it's so good to hear like you know because we all look up to you and like it's it's you know we've been following your crew for a long time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's so it might be in trouble if that's true. <laughs> but but it, it is lovely, you know, like when to hear like the, the guys who you really look up to as well. And I, I don't know, I'm not sure if I've heard people say it before or what, but I just had a feeling that Rampage had this kind of like, like you said, like a father-like respect. And he's, I'm sure he's, he's younger than me, I think, but like just that, that kind of, um, kind of reverence. Like and that soul or something. Yeah. Wisened yeah. by the time on the road or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one time when I was really early on at Progress, I can't remember who else was around there, but there was like quite a lot of like, burly men in the locker room uh, don't know why i was there because i don't think i was on the show either <laughs> but um they were just all like sat around talking and rampage just was like i'm not saying i'm scared but i've got a healthy respect for horses <laughs> uh, that's outstanding please 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 luke jacobs be listening to this and ride into the dome on a horse yeah then he's already got the competitive edge yeah. nice i'm gonna i'm gonna select cowboy luke jacobs for the win wow yeah, if the horse comes in it's just clinical after that like chavo in wcw with pepe that's a deep cut. i don't know if anyone's gonna understand that you can loosely understand the reference yeah. <laughs> um ross Thoughts? I, Ross, do you want to talk a bit more about Jacobs and like, because obviously a lot of wrestling should be fun people are picking Jacobs to go all the way. Maybe you can touch oh, on that man. quickly. Yeah, you make definitely could, huh? 
Yeah, particularly Brum and Conman are big on Jacobs going all the way. Both of them argue that a lot of uh, people are saying that the obvious final is Nick Wayne and Osprey. And to those two guys, they would be a lot more excited if there was a homegrown progress guy in the final. And they want that guy to be Jacobs, I think. Someone who was with progress through the whole Peckham era, impressed Uh through the Peckham era, absolutely smashed it when we uh, came back into crowds. Obviously, the Atlas tournament um, where he beat Damo and RSP and just had bangers with everyone in that tournament. He Mm. was much loved during that period. He's had a bit of a calling off period, and this could be the time to really heat him back up. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it would be cool, wouldn't it? But then it's Rampage. But it's Rampage. <laughs> but if he overcame Rampage, then... <laughs> would that make Luke Jacobs your father, Mambo? <laughs> In my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll run to him to be power-driven. <laughs> With a goofy smile on it. Hmm. Talking talking of Jacob's power drivers, uh, last year's Rock, Paper, Scissors, uh, Tate Mayfair's took a power driver from Luke Jacobs in the upstairs of that pub. And that was oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> this kind of unchained excitement you can get at Europe's premier Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament. Tickets available <laughs> at sunshinemachinerules.bigcartel.com. <laughs> what was... What was the other story about that, Ross? Didn't James get knocked out of the tournament because Lycos cheated or something? That was me, yeah, yeah. Oh, that you, was you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he cheated. He cheated. You know what? Fuck I'm not going to blame... What I said. <laughs> I'm not going to blame the refereeing, Chuck, but I won't forget it. <laughs> Who was the ref? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, quid could have been yours. <laughs> That's a that's a pint and a half in the ballroom too. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Please let me in. Please let me in. I, I don't. So okay. So really, let's get this shit back on the on the tracks. Um, I'm I'm going Jacobs Ross. Jacobs Mambo. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I don't want to choose. <laughs> I can't go against Rampage. I love him too much. That's Rampage. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Jacobs is the future, though, you know. Sometimes you got to pass the torch to the future. <laughs> <laughs> and I want him to. <laughs> um, ooh, Rampage. <clears throat> no offense, Luke. <laughs> Unless he's passing the torch and Jacobs, but mostly Rampage. <laughs> His time's not up yet. It's still the era of rampage. It's got to be. Okay, so we're down to um, the last few announced matches. There's three more announced matches by my count. What do we got? I think all three of them have been announced for night two, Ross. Is this correct? I think the Nina match is day three, I think. Okay, so we're going to skip ahead to day three first and foremost, just because Ross has mentioned it first. We have something, dear listener, called a clock strikes midnight match. When the clock struck midnight for Cinderella, she transformed from something fake into something real. And Nina, you better prepare for something very, very real. Ever-changing stipulations. We're both going to have to get very creative at random intervals the clock will strike midnight 
and the match will transform. You want the real meaning of You fucking got it. And believe me, fairy tales can be fucking brutal. And it'll soon be your best nightmare. I am Nina Samuels. I'm meant to be moving on to bigger and better things. Just some kind of personality disorder, clearly, and I am ready to end it. You can't beat me without cheating because you are threatened. I know you better than you know yourself. You haven't seen the real Alexis Falcon. I haven't even seen the real Alexis Falcon. But a super strong style, she's going to be there. And it's going to be off with your head. Now, I'm told that we're going to have an old-school grandfather clock. That's Rampage's dad, um, a clock <laughs> named after him. And it's um, it's going to be in the ballroom and, or maybe on the screen. And every time the clock strikes midnight, the stipulation of the match changes. So, nice. uh, yeah, completely completely different to anything we've ever seen before, as far as I know. I've never heard of this before. Well, I've just um, been once in 24 hours. <laughs> 48 hour Iron Man match Four hours after the end of the show The stipulation changes <laughs> we, we had a rumour that TK Was going to make the hot tag Halfway through the podcast We just we were waiting for that No, not really Not really We love having well, you I had my phone on silent For this whole thing Hopefully I didn't ignore his No, I think we're clear I think we're okay, clear He's not playing rugby so we, I didn't even mention who's in it. It's Nina Samuels and Alexis Falcon. It's a combination of a big feud, and they deserve the spotlight of day three. Really looking forward to this one. Creative. I just want to know, like, firstly, what kind of stipulations would we like to see in the match, and what should be the last stipulation, do we think? We know that for other reasons it's unlikely to be a ladder match to finish, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um but what sort of stipulations would you like to see? I, I'd love a two hundred light tube death match, but I think it's unlikely. <laughs> Excuse me. I'd, I'd love a I'd love <laughs> a first sneeze. What about a first sneeze match? Yeah, first one to sneeze match. That would be cool. Who's <laughs> throwing pepper in each other's faces? <laughs> Blowing pollen at each other. Vince McMahon would never lose. What else? A jewel. Um, submission round. How about the match goes 72 hours? First 24 hours, a wrestling match. Uh-huh. Second 24 hours, rock, paper, scissors. Third, <laughs> second day, a third day, mafia. Oh my lord, yeah, you've done it. You've done it. Middle of Jeremy's is the midnight strike. <laughs> Tickets available, sunshinemachine.bigcartel.com. <laughs> that you do. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, nice, smart. Um, and I can't see any other option other than Alexis Falcon getting the big W in this one, fellas. What are we what are we thinking, Ross? Yeah. So a big part of this was the like do you remember a few chapters ago, like Nina Samuels got like the brood blood bath? Oh yeah. To her? Yeah. So I think potentially there's gonna be like a first blood part to it. Ooh, that'd be kind of crazy. And very um, another part of it is that Alexis Falcon has been like exposed as not a rock girl and she's a Disney girl. Ooh. And I kind of feel like this is silly, obviously, but I kind of feel like one of the clock strikes thing could be 
Lana Oki and Lana gets involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be a fun twist. <laughs> and then after that, it's an inferno match. Yeah, yeah, good, excellent. Kennel yeah. from hell, Punjabi prison. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm not really a Disney fan, so I don't know. But like, they could probably do like eight or nine Disney references, right? Like throughout the film. Oh, true. Like, Under the sea. Yeah. Like, what do you mean by references? Like, they sing songs in karaoke. They'll be like, <laughs> no, no, no. So, like, so, like, say, um, name a Disney film. What, like, what, what the Lion King? Yeah. So, you like, mean, so, like, the you, Lion King. Can you genuinely not name? I mean, okay, new game, Ross. If you name five <laughs> Disney films, I'm going to buy you your first three. I, honestly, on Saturday, the Lion King. Yeah, the Lion King two. Sydney's <laughs> <laughs> <Simply> Pride. <laughs> Is the Jungle Book one? Yes, it is. Yeah, two to go. Jungle Books two to be fair because um, they did the remake. Sh- shut uh, up. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, and... you're cheating more than TK and Shock Mastermind. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, Toy Story is that one? Hey, <laughs> more, more Pixar. Yeah, I'll buy you one pint. I'll buy you something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, for example, they could do like. Robin Hood, they could do like some kind of arrow, so it would be darts. Mate. <laughs> they have to like rob people. <laughs> <laughs> and they can steal the most from the richest people in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and transfer the most wealth before the clock strikes midnight. I'll tell you who would have won that at the um at that GCW show. Matt Cardona loved to rob people. 20 pounds. Oh. <laughs> Let's start. Mate. He's over here making money. This is his living, right? Money, baby. Yeah. If you're going to pay it, just pay it. I shared a lovely sausage McMuffin with Matt Cardona on the way back from Liverpool at a, at a services. Ah. Outstanding. What a gent. Nice. <laughs> Seems like good fun to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. If the Mizarks want to pay, the Mizarks want to pay. <laughs> I think I think I'm allowed. I, I'm definitely not allowed to say that. But I just heard you say it earlier. So I'm just, I'm just trying to throw it in. Hey, man, everyone can say everything, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Except bitch. Mizak's just fun. <laughs> okay, we're going to go back. We've got two more matches to do really quickly. Our first of two championship matches, I think, on day two. I, we I also have... feel like we'll win. Sorry, Nina, but that's my prediction. Mate, yeah. Mate sorry, man. I can so up with the stipulations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alexis Falcon sweep. Women's Championship, someone who's on an incredible role. It's the number one contender for the Progress Women's Championship. It's Millie McKenzie, Suplex Millie, against the Progress Women's Champion. I'm just unlucky to miss out on Eurovision this year. It's Lana Austin. Ross, penultimate time tonight. Let's hear from the Statmobile. (laughs) Really struggling at those now, aren't we? (laughs) Statmobile, nice. Oh, man, I'm I'm slacking there. <laughs> okay, so we've got Lana Austin, champion. She's on a six match winning streak. Two of those matches include tags or four way against Millie. So Millie looking to be third time lucky against. Oh, Lana third Austin. time is lucky. Yeah. They've had three singles matches in all promotions, and Millie's won all three. So Ooh. That, is, that is a big stat. 
including in progress during the Pekka Mira. Uh, Millie beat Lana Austin there. Millie's won four out of five matches in progress um, heading into this match, but she's had trouble getting that title. She still hasn't won the title yet um, during her progress career. Even though she's only 22, it feels like she's been wrestling for 22 years. She's had five title matches and lost all five. So this could be the sixth lucky one. Six is like double third time lucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a hundred times that is six, 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 the number of the beast, you know, I'm hey. just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coincidence? I, I think not. The devil. <laughs> Damn it. I guess this is going to go to Millie then. <laughs> Millie McKenzie's uh, seconded by MJF. Um, is, is, I think is winning the Progress Women's Championship. It's a safe bet, yeah. <laughs> but then Lana's been champion for ages, so... oh. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> I guess that's the idea of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is the most fun I've had in, in years on this show. It's great. <laughs> it's great stuff. Ross, can you see Lana retaining or are we going to stick with Millie here? Yeah, let's stick with Millie. Title yes. change on uh, Super Strong Star Weekend. Good stuff. Yeah, it's like a big WrestleMania show there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bad guys finally overcome. <laughs> Lee, get the pyro. <laughs> which brings us to the main event right it does <laughs> not just the main event of night two for a lot of us it's the main event of the weekend oh, it, it's uh it's got to be a ladder match dear listener for the progress tag team championships are we in sunshine machine country we have spent the last 322 days legitimizing Sunshine Machine as the longest reigning tag team champions. We have legitimized ourselves by defending them 13 times. We have taken them to over five different countries. Something Grizzled Young Vets could never do. Something Mustache Mountain could never do. Truth be told, the rivalry between the Smoking Aces and Sunshine Machine has been going ever since we came back. You've never beaten us two on two. May 28th, super strong style in championship wins. Smoking Aces, if you want to try and take the piss with Sunshine Machine, then it's strong style. On the anniversary that we won these, we're gonna lift these belts high up in the air and have ourselves a ladder match. It is between the longest reigning and the record holders for the most defenses tag team champions, the Sunshine Machine against the Spoken Aces, who apparently Sunshine Machine have never beaten in a two-on-two straight-up tag match. So... I, before I hear from one of the participants himself to run us down about why the Sunshine Machine rules and why they retain, I would like to hear one more time from Stat Weasel Jr., Ross Casey. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, so as you've already spoilt, Smoking Aces in two-on-two tags have either drawn or beaten Sunshine Machine. So if they are to retain, they've got to break the streak there they won the titles off them of course this time last year in a three-way ladder tag match which was amazing and thankfully they survived the uh, surf spot 
They've got home advantage at the ballroom. They are always massively supported by the ballroom crowd. They have lost them twice in straight tags at Pro Wrestling Chaos, of course, where Charlie Sterling is from in Bristol. So they lose the home advantage. It seems to be like with these two teams, whoever holds the home advantage wins. And of course, Sunshine Machine have that. So that is in their favor. But Mm -hmm. they've actually started to be part of Spike Treve's group alongside Bullet, who have said that they will be at Super Strong Style Weekend. So that could lean towards a Smoking Aces win because, of course, it's a no DQ match because it's a ladder match. So it could be a four on two match this match because Bullet and Spike are cheaters. So yeah. are you still talking about Ross and Dom with the run in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to save us, man. They got the numbers advantage potentially. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if there's a sweep, <laughs> then you guys have to be like the special enforcers or something like Stone Cold or used to end up being. <laughs> yeah. So um, my first question on this match, Chuck, is, so I'm a Bristol boy. So when Smoking Aces arrived in progress, I was like, uh, these guys are legit. They're uh, amazing. And for whatever reason, London crowds didn't really take to them. Which didn't take to them, which was surprising to me. Which was yeah. surprising. So I kind of understand them turning on the progress crowd, but I'm not someone who is going to advocate siding with Spike Trevay. So fuck mm. those guys. I want you to win, even though I'm from Bristol. <laughs> Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> I can understand ignoring the crowd or something or whatever. Uh, if the crowd, because I do think it was probably not really fair. Like they're such talented wrestlers. It's such a cool tag team. Uh, but just for whatever reason, not not so much. Uh, I guess because they were in with like O one T one and us, yeah. who like predated them at Progress and already had like so much, um, yeah, love from the fans. I guess it's just like a already split crowd type thing. But yeah. um, so fair enough, ignoring the crowd, but um, busting my eye open with a chair. Uh, <laughs> it's not just ignoring the crowd. That uh, that was too far, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I said it. Whoops. <laughs> you sat down, Alley Catch. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. I wanted um, to ask Mambo if you like, is there anything that does like stand out? Like anything, could you paint the picture about the lead up to this really important match? Is there anything that really stands out to you in your story, if I may mm-hmm. use that term loosely, mm-hmm. with the smoking aces? Yeah, I think just being so neck and neck, like uh, I think we're pretty evenly paced at Chaos too. Maybe we're one, or they might be two one at Chaos with that home field advantage. But even that was a two out of three falls match. And then like we did get a win over them at the 10 year anniversary. Like we're the reason they're not the champions. They weren't the champions, but that was after they wrestled like three teams or something. And then like right from the first time that progress came back live, like we had that match, I think it went to like a time limit draw and then yeah. they won. maybe. Right, or, yeah. And then we had like another, like they're the only team really. Cause we've tried, we've really, 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 really tried to like make the absolute best out of having like what to me are like two of the most important belts. Yeah. in all of independent wrestling by having like decisive victories time after time after time and it's fucking most of the time I don't get annoyed about stuff but it is really fucking annoying not being (laughs) able to just have a like decisive we can beat you because I know that we can beat them we beat them at chaos we took their titles at chaos (laughs) but we just somewhere where we like you say we got the home field advantage um we like always deliver at the boring but yeah but hey man we did it in the ladder match last time and um I do think to the numbers point 
I don't think Spike is concerned enough with like the rest of the, like, I think it's to benefit him. I don't think it's yeah. something that he'll concern himself with. So I'm not too worried about Spike, but the bullet, I think we might need to <laughs> keep an eye out for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bullet has previous of pushing people off ladders with that Drew Parker match. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. You're right. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to super glue the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so then we'll see who looks so smart. Or super glue. As we come... Oh, no one's ever thought of this. You come out last before the yep. guys with the friends in the in the thing, and you put super glue all over the floor of the stage. So then yep. when the bad guys come out to do the run-in, haha, their feet are stuck to the stage. <laughs> And then you like secretly heat up the ring rope. So when they put their hand on it, they burn themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a load of micro machines under the yeah, micro machines. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I can't wait to see if you draw up the battle plan, I will buy it. You can raffle it for charity. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, now yeah. we're cooking. <laughs> that, that would be outstanding. The ladder match battle plan. Uh, like last year, it was such a nice feeling going in. It felt like the tag division was like the hottest thing ever. And it was like three teams that just all like respected each other and all wanted to like be at the top of that thing. But now this feels a lot more like, um, even though it's a ladder match, it's not like a death match or anything. Like the thing where my eye was with me for like... Uh, two weeks or something like it was it's embarrassing walking around with this big like it was like this i couldn't see sucked so i think this is going to be a lot like more uh violent yeah because yeah. for us btk have been talking about it, like i still think even though we haven't ever beaten them clean at progress or you know like decisively at progress i feel like this will be like a two-on-two we have the advantage in the history of ladder matches so like i i do feel pretty comfortable like i'm not like Oh, I'm not sure we can do it. But um, the other element of the game, other than defending those beautiful belts, is just um, fucking them up a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, all the all the way, man. Go and get them and just fuck them up a bit. Yeah. Mate, give, them, give them a bit of a receipt for that chair shot, brother. We we got you back, and we'll absolutely love it. Now we're kicking, and yeah. uh, everyone should come along. Yeah. yeah. And that is, I was, I thought you could do, don't you have like a catchphrase or something that you should do? You're going to win because. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Wait, just to be sure that we're on a, we're on a sweep here, right? No one's choosing uh, aces. Mate, I'm not, there's not, I'm not even entertaining it. We're <laughs> it's going to be, and let me leave you. You can send them out, I'm happy. <laughs> mate, wrestling should be fine and Chuck Mambo. We're sweeping the ladder match. Main event of the weekend, main event of night two, progress tag team champions still Undefeated for about a year or so. It's the sunshine machine. It's going to be a sweep because everybody knows. Smoking aces will be looking like fools because Big Dumb and Russ the Statman Jones. (laughs) 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 No, sunshine machine rules. Rules. Yes, mate. Absolutely love it. Brilliant. Statman Jones. I should have brought that in for sure. Hey. We're, that's just about probably all the time we have here on the uh, Super Strong Style 16 preview show. But before we get out of here, we definitely need to make sure that one more time, Mambo, walk us through not only where we can find you, get in contact with you, but mm-hmm. where we can get involved with all of your Super Strong Style weekend activities. All right, all right, all right. Well, you will find us in the moon event of night two. Uh, you can buy tickets at 
the progress dice. ticket site dice. Dice up. Yep. <laughs> then celebrate our astounding victory. The next day, uh, come in on time for doors, and you can be part of Europe's premier rock paper scissors event, the Rock Paper Scissors sixteen. You can buy entry to that ticket for ten pounds at sunshinemachinerules.bigcartel.com. Enjoy the rest of Super Strong Style. Watch the finale, and then after that. Head over to True Romance Pizza, which is part of like the whole Lust Boys pizza chain in Camden, real close to the ballroom. And for a humble two pounds, you can get involved with a very lovely game of Mafia. And we can do that on the door, yeah? Yeah, two pounds on the door. It's like a max capacity of 25. So we've actually put up the thing where you can reserve a spot for a penny on sunshinemachinerules.bigcartel.com because like if it's more than that, it's it's not the biggest pizza place in the world. So, But I mean, there's pizza, there's beer, there's cocktails and there's a game that is so fucking fun. We played it on this uh, coach ride. I can't remember. It was like one of the progress like weekend of things. Trent Seven was the narrator and the host and it is drama, people. Is there was is betrayal four lights? Is mafia? I think that I play. I now that you mentioned this and you're explaining the game a little bit, I think I play a version that we, we call it werewolves. Yeah, it's werewolves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like a oh, version mate. of it now called traitors. Yeah, that's a fucking good show. Yeah, with Claudia Wink- Winkleman or, or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, sick. Mate, absolutely buzzing for this weekend. Really, really excited. I can't wait, man. Yeah. And what about yourself? Like uh, any socials or plugs you want to get in there other than um, Sunshine Machine Rules uh, dot Big Cartel? You can follow me on at Chuck Mambo on Insta and I occasionally tweet myself too at Pure TKC as the other half of this wonderful tag team. He's the same on Instagram and Twitter and he might also be on Twitch and I don't know what Discord is, but I think he has that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the handle is because I don't know how you use it. No. And Oh, yeah. Just before I finish, we were thinking how much sadder wrestling should be fun would be if it was called wrestling could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so passive aggressive to all your guests. <laughs> I, we started with me teaching you about dry colons. We probably should finish with me giving a shout out to the importance of modal auxiliary verbs. The difference between could and should. Ooh, motor auxiliary. Oh, God, I'm going to get my net back. Mate, I was was really popular with the ladies in high school. I bet. (laughs) Words like that? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mambo, cannot wait to see you. Dear listener, as always, you can get in contact with us. Don't forget the holy tricol and rate, review, subscribe at WSBFUN on Twitter, at Wrestling Should Be Fun, all one word on Instagram. Get around us. Genuinely come and see us. We'll be there all three days of Super Strong Style. And you never know, we might have Chuck Mambo with us for a beer on Sunday. I, or Monday, I mean. I, I hope, certainly hope so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, most importantly, until next time, dear listener, drink lots of water. Look after your mates. Bye, Ross. Bye, Mambo. Bye. Bye. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun, wrestling should be fun.